need a word to lift you, a word to guide, a word to reassure you of God's undying love for you and all that concerns you. This is Changing Lives, brought to you by Dr. Festus Adeye. He brings to you a unique perspective of the Word of God, empowering you to live a life of victory and success. I promise you, your story will never remain the same. If all is going great, I assure you it will get even better. And if you are struggling and life is challenging, you are going to get a turnaround and the grace, mercy, and favor of God will lift you up. You are going to have a testimony. This is Changing Lives with Dr. Fessis Adeye, General Overseer of Abundant Life Christian Center Worldwide. In order for you to manifest or be shown to your word, there must be preparation. God is a God of process. He prepares you in order to manifest you. You are born a child, but God expects you to be revealed as a son. Today's message is titled, Growth, your catalyst for unlimited manifestations. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, or waxed strong in the spirit, and was in the desert till the day of his manifestation unto Israel, or the day of revealing, or the day of his unveiling, or the day of showing forth. Just to recap, and for us to begin to gain understanding of unlimited manifestations, I tried yesterday night to recap, to, to kind of find a way to make it clearer for us again. Number one, unlimited manifestations is the unveiling of your true purpose without limit. Your true purpose. Everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a reason, the why behind, behind your existence. And when it is unveiled, without hindrance, without restraint. That is your unlimited manifestations. Number two, it is the showing forth of your God-given glory to your world. There's a glory God has given to you that must be shown to your world. So your unlimited manifestation is the showing forth of your God's given glory. There's a glory terrestrial. There's a glory celestial. There's a glory of the bird. There's a glory of the sun. Everything created has a glory. And sometimes our glory can be masked. Sometimes our glory can be delayed. Amen. The glory of Joseph was delayed by his brother. By his brothers. But at the end, his glory showed forth. So, unlimited manifestation is the showing forth of your God's giving glory to your world. God's intention is to show you forth to the world. Come on, say, I receive that. First Peter chapter 2, verse 9, he said, You are a chosen generation, you are you are a royal priesthood, you are a peculiar people. Amen. Could call forth from darkness to the marvelous light of God to show forth his glory. You will show forth the glory of God. So God created you and I for a show. God gave birth to you for a show. Amen. God wants to show the world that there's something I've, I've positioned in you that the world must see. And this is your hour to be revealed. Number three, manifestations is living your life to the fullness despite obstacles. Living your life to fullness despite obstacles. There are obstacles in our path, in our journey. But despite the hindrance, despite the obstacle, living your life to fullness. The, the, the religious leaders hated Jesus Christ. So many obstacles in his way. 
But at the end of his ministry, in John chapter 17, verses 4 to 8, he said, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gave me to do. And now, O Father, glorify me with your own self, with the glory which I had with you before the world. I have manifested your name to the man which thou gavest me out of this world. Jesus was saying, listen, Father, the glory you gave me, the destiny you assigned for me, the reason you sent me from heaven to the earth, I have completed it. Let's find the obstacles. Let's find the restraint. I came, I conquered, and I am here victorious. Somebody that will be your song this season. No matter what they throw at you, you are overcoming it. Not only are you going to overcome, you are an overcomer. You will fulfill your destiny with style. You are fulfilling your destiny with style. He said in Luke 1, and the child grew, worked strong in the spirit, and was in the desert till the day of his showing forth. Luke chapter 2 verse 40 says, the fourth one was about John. Now look at Jesus Christ, and the child grew, and worked strong in the spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. The first time we saw how John grew, worked strong, until he's showing forth. And here Jesus grew also, worked strong in spirit, filled with wisdom and the grace of God. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. If you must manifest or show forth, show forth, you must be prepared. In order for you to manifest or be shown to your word, there must be preparation. God is a God of process. He prepares you in order to manifest you. You are born a child, but God expects you to be revealed as a son. You are born as a child, but you are expected to step into your purpose as a son. Now, now this, is, this is not generic. This is not about gender bias now. Son, daughter, whatever it means. Okay, A child is totally different from a grown-up son. You don't jump into sonship. You prepare for it. You don't assume sonship. You grow into it. You are not born into sonship. You become it. You train for it. Whenever a person refuses to grow, the person will grow. Growth is essential. In order for you to step into your sonship, manifestations of the sons of God, Hear me now, everything you ever need in life has been prepared by God. Everything. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 to 11, he said, Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has he entered to the heart of man. The things that God has what? Prepared for those who love him. Not that he will go and prepare. He already prepared them. Praise the Lord. Amen. He, he already did what? So his challenge is to prepare you for the blessings he already prepared for you. God's challenge is to get you ready for the blessing. And this morning, I see you being prepared. What we're doing in this fasting is not that we want God to, to make our year good. God already declared this year to be a good year. What we're doing is to reposition ourselves for the good year that God has laid ahead of us. Hallelujah. And I see you prepared in Jesus' name. God already prepared everything. But he needs you to be strong in the spirit. 
He needs you to grow in the spirit. Luke 1, 80, where we're at. And the child grew, waxed strong in the spirit. What does it mean to wax strong? It means to be strengthened. It means to build up. It means to grow up. It means to develop muscles. Amen. He was once a child, but he needed to grow in the spirit. He needed to build up muscle. Hear me, brothers and sisters. God is happy that we're his children. But he will be more excited when we become sons and daughters. God will be more excited when we grow and become sons and daughters. When Jesus was born, God sent the angels to announce him. But when Jesus became of age and he became a son, God himself was the one that announced him. God said, at this level of sonship, I cannot send angels to announce him. I see divine announcement coming upon your life. Your manifestation excites the father. Your growth makes the father happy. There's no parent that is happy when your child is not growing. God is more excited when you begin to grow. God, God won't send the angels to announce you when he sees you growing. He himself will announce. He said, hear you my son, beloved son. Hear him. It's one I've chosen. I see the voice of God announcing you this morning. We have come to an era where God is not only rearing children. We need to become sons and daughters of God by reason of growth. Say, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and with men. Luke chapter 2, verse 52. Growth is very essential for our manifestation. Why must the child grow? Number one, Jesus was born a child that was given to his purpose as a son. He was born a child, but he was given to his purpose as a son. Isaiah chapter 9, verse, verse 6 to 7. Unto us a son is given. Unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is what? Given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counsel, Almighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Look at verse 7. Of the increase of his government, there shall be no and unlimited manifestations. Pastor Festus is a prophet of God. He's a teacher. He's an intercessor. Also, he's a prolific writer. Wow. He has written so many books. Some of the titles of the books that he has written include Overcoming the Battles of the Mind, The Power of Vision, The Prevailing Power of Fasting, uh, The 21 Days Devotion of Fasting and Prayer, Prospering in Hard Times, Pathways to Breakthrough. So many different books with different dimensions and principles. I'm telling you, if you get your hands on any one of these books, they will change your life. If you apply this principle, your life will go from here to here. Personally, for me, every book that I have read from him is life-changing. My life has gone to greater heights because of the principle that I have learned. And I have a better walk with Christ now because of everything that, that he has written and, and put in his book. I encourage you to get online on Amazon.com or any one of these online bookstores to purchase any books from Pastor Festers. I promise you, your life will change for the better. Jesus was just in the carpenter's shop, known as the son of a carpenter, until he grew up. Hear me, brothers and sisters, in the Jewish culture, no child is allowed to be made manifest until he turns 30. 
and the life of Jesus until Jesus turned 30 years old. He didn't step into his purpose. God made sure that he grew in stature, in wisdom, in favor with God and with man. God did not allow him to step into his purpose as a baby. He allowed him to grow up. So also you and I, we cannot step into our manifestations as babes in the Lord. There's need for us to grow. I see you growing this morning. I say, I see you growing this morning. Why must you and I grow? It takes spiritual stamina for you to manifest. Your spiritual stamina determines your degree of manifestation. The, the, the higher you grow in the spirit, the higher the spread of your manifestations. The higher you grow in the spirit, the higher the spread of your manifestation. There are people today in this room that God has appointed to be stewards over millions. There are people in this room that God has appointed to be stewards over billions. There are people in this room that God has assigned, amen, to be entrepreneur over cities, over nations, and all over the world. But you don't step into it until you grow. Hallelujah. Some apostles over states, some over nations, all depending on your stamina. God gives to us according to our abilities. No matter how you love your child, a 10-year-old child, you love that child so much, it's a 10-year-old. You cannot love him and give him the key to your car to go and drive. You say, I so much love you. You are my only son. Here is the key to my car. Go and drive it. Will you do that? No matter how God loves you, that charity is gone, will not come into your hands until you grow to certain extent. Hallelujah. I say, Hallelujah. As those men grew, he gave them ten pounds, I mean one pound each to go, to go and trade in Luke chapter 16. He said, occupy till I come. One traded and got ten. He said, go and take ten more cities. He gave them more influence. As they grew, as they developed their stamina, God increased their strength. He increased their area of influence. God increase your areas of, of power. As you grow this season, your spread, your influence will continue to grow. Yeah. Tell them, say it's all about growth. Yeah. I'm telling you, look at me. So that, oh God, I wanted to bless you. God said, the one I gave you, you can't even manage it. If I give you more, it will destroy you. So, so all what God is growth. It's growth. Even sometimes I wonder, I say, God, we're asking, forgive us the whole New York City. If we cannot manage what we have now, if workers are not faithful, they cannot come early in the morning. I mean, imagine when there's a revival. We say, God, bring revival. You know what revival is? That means 6 a.m. until 6 p.m. Service will not close. Do we have people like that here? No, 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 let's talk, let's talk. I mean, if revival hits, 6 a.m., to 10 p.m., service is going on. The revival at uh, Springfield, that took place some years back, nobody could close the service. They, they, from one day to two days, to one week, to six months, to one year, every day there was service because of revival. God will bring revival that will bring New York City to their feet. Are you ready? When you grow, God increase your manifestation. Praise the Lord. And then put that to your own life. 
God, I want to have 10 houses in New York and be the owner for 10. What is the motive? Can you handle the one you have now? I said, if I give you five more, you will be in red. If I find you, will, your marriage will be destroyed. Then you should, you should grow. God, there's no limit to what God can come into your life. That's why this year, our focus should be growth. Come on, say growth. Jesus increased in stature. He grew in wisdom. He grew in favor with God, favor with man. You know, people just think Jesus was just flying in the air. No, God allowed him to grow. He matured mentally. He matured emotionally. Praise the Lord. He was not just out there talking stupid. Every question they asked him, he had good answers. Growth. Praise the Lord. The guy was sharp. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I mean, your language is the same. Your, your grammar, your tenses, they are the same for the past 10 years. And you say, no, no, no. God said, grow up, son. And some areas of our life, we need to grow. Praise God forevermore. Come on, give God a praise. Glory. Why should I grow? Your inheritance will not be delivered beyond the level of your growth. In Galatians chapter 4, verses 1 to 2, he said, The here apparent, that he is the one that is the, the one that is the first son of the father. Amen. As long as he's a child, it's not different from his servant. Though he be the Lord over all, but he's under tutors and governors until the time appointed of his father. Let me read the living Bible for you. He said, remember this, that if a father dies and leaves great wealth for his little son, that child is not much better off than a slave until he grows up. Even though he actually owns everything his father had, he has to do what his guidance and managers tell him to until he reaches whatever age the father said. So an heir is a potential owner. An heir is a rightful owner of the inheritance of his parent. But until he grows up, he's under the tutelage of his teacher. They can molest him. They can put him down. He can be harassed. He can be pushed down. He can be denied. Have you seen those uh, videos of some wicked nannies and wicked in, on the internet? Parents are rich. But they leave their babies to nannies. Nannies can slap them. Wicked nannies. Not the ones in the SEC, they're good ones. Yeah. Hey, nannies will take food. I've seen one just putting food like this. They didn't put them out, and baby or general is just putting food all over, denying the baby. Wicked nannies. But give that baby a few months to grow up. In the same house. He doesn't walk in like this. Nannies will clear the way. There are some demonic forces oppressing you now. When you feed very well and you grow up, they've never born any demon to press you. It's, a, it's about growth. Come on, say growth. That little boy that's looking in the crib today, you know, when that boy grows, five years or ten years more, in the same house, the boy will be so hungry. The auntie will clear way for him to pass. When you grow, your inheritance are delivered to you. Yes. Amen. Your inheritance that Jesus has purchased. But as long as you are a babe in the Lord, you don't know your rights. You've never gone into the book to check out the things he has prepared for you. The devil will shit you, he will arouse you, will put you down, push you down, place everything on you, and you will tell them and say, well, maybe God is trying to teach me a lesson. Hold it shut your mouth. Which lesson? 
How we got it? If you want to teach you a lesson, you wouldn't have come to this world to die for you. Huh? He took your sickness so you won't be sick. So why will he put the sickness back on you to teach you a lesson? Some religious places. It sounds so good. You know, I mean, you take it, you know, God is, I mean, they'll give you scripture. There's nothing you want to believe that you cannot get a scripture. He said, it's a tongue in his flesh. God said, my grace is sufficient. Go and read what that tongue says. It's not talking of sickness. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. I want to appeal to all our viewers, both locally and globally, to pay attention to the various programs that we have here at ASCC. Weekly and monthly, we have incredible life transforming, life changing programs every Sunday here at Winner's House. Wow, wow, you need to be part of this environment of healing, of deliverance environment of praise and worship that's going to uplift your spirit, grant you wisdom to be able to be effective and successful in life. So if you ever find yourself in New York areas, get to Winner's House and be part of what God is doing here. A trial will convince you. Come on, say, I'm growing. Say boldly. This is our year to grow. It's our year of manifestations. As we grow, we get bigger. As we grow, we get stronger. As we grow, we look at the devil in the hand and say, come on, come after me. What is it you can throw at me? Anything you have, I'm more than it. I see you terrorizing every terror in your life. I say, I see you terrorizing every terrorist in your life. When you grow, your confidence is enhanced. Your boldness is enhanced. Amen. Your boldness in your speech and your look changes. When you grow, your language changes. You don't beg again. You speak authoritatively. When you grow, you will say, um, 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 oh, what did the Bible say? Mm -hmm. Pastor said something on Sunday. Can somebody help me out? No, 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 no. You wake up in the morning and say, in the name of Jesus, you may have bad dreams. Say, Satan, you pack your load. Get out of my house. Because Jesus Christ has set me free. I am free indeed. You are not guessing yourself. You are speaking authoritatively. It's growth. never open the book. You don't even know what belongs to you. You know, you come to church, you don't even take notes, you don't buy tapes, you don't read any Christian literature, you just come to be part of the numbers. Hmm? Oh, I refuse to be part of the numbers. Liberian Christians, every time they heard the word, they will go back and check it out. What? I mean, you need to find time during the week. Not just for burger and, and, and pork fried rice. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. You need to find out and bring out your notes. That's why I give you scriptures. And bring your Bible, either electronics or paper. And you begin to highlight. Pastor said this about growth. He mentioned this scripture. And Jesus grew. Then you think over it. Then you provide. 30 minutes, meaningful time. It's better than one and a half hours you have spent watching uh, Sp uh, Jerry Sprinkler. 
it's, it's true. As I'm praying, that's what they watch. How would they make it? And they say, God is not good. Listen to me. Whatever you hear, you develop faith for it. And I'm not putting you down. I appreciate that you are here in the morning on this, on this uh, rainy day. I appreciate you. But I have to push you up. You need to discipline yourself. You need to shut up the TV. I bought you this TV. I paid for you. You are my, you are my property. You cannot control me. TV. Mm. You shut it off. You open your Bible. You spend 30 meaningful minutes to feed your spirit. To feed your spirit. To fatten your spirit. Because every burger you eat on those, uh, on this, uh, whatever, it feeds your body. Does it go to your spirit? It is the word of God that feeds your spirit. And when your spirit is fed, there's confidence in you. In Isaiah 49, verse 29, shall the pray be removed from the, from the, from the mighty? You, you know what you are saying. You are not guessing it. Amen. Look at Psalm 54, verse 17. He said, No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against me in judgment, I condemn. This is my heritage as a child of God. I have a heritage in God that every tongue that ever rises against me, I have an heritage to condemn it. Therefore, you tongue rising against me. Every tongue of gossip rises. I condemn you in judgment. And you are not guessing. You are bold. Why? Because you, have, you grew to that point. And that's the end of this message. Thanks for listening. I hope you have been blessed. Please remember to join us again next week for the second part of this powerful message, Growth, Your Catalyst for Unlimited Manifestations by Dr. Fessis Adeye. We live in such a time that there's been so many challenges economically, socially, politically, and spiritually around the world. But despite these challenges, God has provided a means by which you can become an overcomer. And the only thing you have to do is connect with him. Now, Pastor Festus will pray with you in just a moment. But before then, I would like to personally invite you to our weekly and monthly life-transforming, life-changing program. You need to be a part of this environment because this environment is one of healing, deliverance, praise, and worship. It's going to uplift your spirit and grant you wisdom to be an effective and successful person. If you ever find yourself in the New York area, come to Winner's House and be part of the great things God is doing here. This prayer is for those of you that you're about to receive Jesus into your life and whoever needs prayer. I want you to come closer and say after me, Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. I need a Savior. Jesus, you are my Savior. You died for me on the cross and on the third day you rose from the grave. Today I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that you are my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Father, I pray for everyone listening now and those who have just prayed the prayer of salvation will receive them into your kingdom. May your grace rest upon every life in whatever area or areas of their lives where they are challenged. May your anointing that breaks yoke rest upon them heal that man heal that woman break every yoke may every mental oppression be destroyed may every financial burden be removed may every marital burden be removed let everyone listening to me and watching me today experience the joy of salvation experience the breakthrough in christ may god move you forward 
may he grant you peace in everything you do. I pray today that the works of your hand shall be blessed. You will no more be contained. Begin to make progress in Jesus' name. May the peace of God rest upon you now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you.